0: everyone has their own morning rituals to cheer the body up after sleep apart from exercising and hot showers the first food that you put into your hungry tummy can define the rest of the day that's why it's good to know which foods are just not meant to be eaten on an empty stomach well at least we have bananas this fruit is a great choice for a lazy breakfast right wrong No matter how fresh and healthy it is, raw bananas can bring chaos to your stomach if you eat them at the wrong time. This fruit is rich in magnesium, which may lead to digestive issues. Also, in some cases, it can cause blood pressure fluctuations. But if you're still a dedicated banana eater, try mixing it with oatmeal. It creates a lining in the stomach that prevents irritation caused by the naturally produced hydrochloric acid. Bananas go well with other healthy foods like porridge, peanut butter, dried fruits, or nuts for eating early in the morning. What could be better than a fresh, crispy croissant for breakfast? Many things, actually. Cakes, pastries, pizza, and other bakeries usually contain yeast, which can harm the stomach lining if eaten on an empty stomach. Also, bakery products may cause flatulence, so it's not the best food you want to eat first thing in the morning but you can replace the regular white yeast bakery with sourdough whole grain bread. In fact, it's one of the best food choices right after waking up. This bread is rich in carbohydrates that are very important for a balanced diet and keeping your gut bacteria happy. A glass of fresh citrus juice looks very Instagram friendly when standing on a fancy breakfast tray, but unfortunately, things don't look so glamorous inside your stomach. Fruit smoothies and juices are too rich in fructose, which may shock and overburden your sleepy pancreas and liver. Although they are great any time of the day, in the morning, citrus fruits should be consumed after eating something else. Otherwise, they may cause great harm to the body. The high content of fructose and fiber can make your metabolism work lazier during the day. And also, experts don't recommend eating more than two oranges per day to avoid hurricanes in your tummy. If you can't imagine your morning without fruits, go for papaya or watermelon. They can help flush toxins out of your body and make you feel lighter during the day. Fresh salads are very good in most cases, but still, experts advised against eating raw vegetables on an empty stomach. After a long hour fasting, your tummy may find it too hard to digest the coarse fibers. So, if you don't want to experience pain and discomfort, keep your salad for later hours. Let's talk about the hot water in the morning trend. You've probably seen a bulk of its variations. Bloggers suggest mixing the water with all sorts of things, from lemon juice and chia seeds to baking soda. Of course, each of these magic potions requires separate research and scientific approval. But most experts agree that one glass of pure lukewarm water in the morning is a great tool to inspire your bowel movement and prepare it for the day. On the other hand, it's not advised to drink cold beverages if your stomach is empty because they can damage the mucous membrane. This can make your digestive system work lazier or, in some cases, cause discomfort and an upset stomach. When it comes to your morning coffee, the rule is simple. If you want to stay healthy, never drink coffee on an empty stomach. When you do so, it stimulates the secretion of hydrochloric acid, which is harmful to your digestive system not only can it provoke gastritis from time to time but also develop many health issues in the long term also coffee boosts the level of cortisol the hormone which controls our biological clock it happens very quickly and the body needs to make an extra effort to balance the things back to a normal state that's why experts recommend drinking coffee an hour after waking up but you should eat something beforehand even a tiny slice of bread will be fine. If you like eating yogurt with granola or any other fermented milk products for breakfast, make sure to eat something safe before them. Ideally, you have to wait about an hour. Otherwise, dairy products can damage the good bacteria in your stomach and cause the effect opposite to what they're actually made for. But this recommendation doesn't apply to cheeses. If you want your digestive system to thank you, go for feta or cottage cheese. These good fats are just perfect for the morning. Goat cheese is also a nice idea. It's softer and tangier than most cow cheeses. And it also tends to be slightly higher in fat and minerals and lower in lactose. Many people eat chocolate or protein bars for breakfast, but in fact, processed sugar is the champion among the worst breakfast choices. Any high-sugar food and drink should be avoided just after waking up in the morning. But don't rush off to cut off the chocolate completely. It can help chase away the morning gloom and improve your mood during the day. Chocolate can promote positive feelings because it stimulates the production of hormones responsible for our good mood. That's why a reasonable amount of high-quality chocolate after breakfast can be beneficial for your well-being and help you switch to work mode. Keep in mind that darker chocolate contains more caffeine, while white chocolate has none. So, if you want to stay alert, go for 70% dark chocolate. Not only does it help you stay wakeful, but it's also a treasury of useful components like calcium, copper, potassium, antioxidants, and magnesium. Chili with jalapenos might taste delicious, but it's not the best choice for breakfast. Here's why. When you eat spicy food on an empty stomach, it irritates your vulnerable lining and makes your belly very unhappy. So if you don't want to risk suffering from an irritated stomach throughout the day, it makes sense to keep the chili for dinner. You're about to go into an interview for your dream job. As you wait in the lobby, you realize you are so nervous in the morning that you forgot to eat breakfast. Now you're so hungry, you could eat a horse. Luckily, you are smart enough to pack some food in case you started starving. You open the bag of cheese puffs you brought, but then you realize, how are you going to eat these without getting cheesy orange dust all over your fingers and your nice outfit? Clever people on the internet have engineered the perfect genius solution. If you're not afraid of being a little unconventional, you can save your fingers from getting dust coated by using a pair of chopsticks. They're long enough to reach down into the bag, so you can keep your hand safely outside of the cheesy dusty abyss but when you were opening the bag a tear appeared on its side the more you move it the more the tear grows you have to be careful because any further and your nice clothes will be covered in chip dust thankfully the solution is just within reach you spot a hole punch on the lobby desk using it you can punch a hole in the bottom of the tear and stop it in its tracks the round hole distributes force evenly making a roadblock that helps prevent the bag from further ripping. Those tips are great, but they won't help you with the other chips you brought, which come in a tube. Luckily for that kind of packaging, all you need is a piece of printer paper. Curl it up and slip it into the tube around the chips. Now you can slide the entire stack out easily, opening the paper once it's out for a mess-free tray. As you're happily crunching away, you look around, suddenly aware that you're being very loud. You need to make a good first impression here, after all. Good thing science has some answers on how to be quieter when eating one of the crunchiest snacks of all. Press each chip against the roof of your mouth using your tongue. The softness of your tongue will help to suppress the crunching noise. Curved-shaped chips are especially engineered to make the loudest crunch sound. So the best way to muffle the noise is to get rid of the shape first. Then eat the chip as usual. But be warned. Science has also claimed that eating your favorite crunchy snacks without hearing the iconic sound may mean you won't enjoy them as much. A professor of experimental psychology at Oxford University conducted a curious experiment. It showed that people's perception of flavor and taste are influenced not only by how food looks, but also by how it sounds. He had 20 participants eat chips while wearing headphones. He immersed their ears in crunching sounds at different volume levels and frequencies. Even though the chips they were munching on were all identical, the participants who were listening to louder, high-pitched crunches actually thought their chips were fresher and crispier. After all those salty snacks, you could go for a creamy treat. Through the window, you see there's an ice cream truck parked right outside. Perfect, you sneak a look at the clock. There's still plenty of time until your interview ice cream, here you come. You scan the menu on the truck. Obviously, a soft-serve cone is way too risky. You can see it already, the slow drip melting down your hand right onto your nice clothes. Okay, no cone, so how about an ice cream sandwich? It's designed to keep you protected from sticky spills. And you're right, it is a good option. But there's a genius trick to make it even more foolproof. As you hold the sandwich, the soft cookie outside will warm up under your body heat, becoming tacky and sticky to your skin. We all know the chocolatey cookie goo that's left on our fingers, no matter how carefully we try to hold the sandwich as we ease. Adding a graham cracker on either side of the cookies will help you stay clean and pristine. Plus, it turns our regular ice cream sandwich into an upgraded cold s'more. It's an ice cream sandwich sandwich As you're heading back inside, you spot another food truck, this one, selling burritos. Well, you have lots of time, and you're still pretty hungry. You order all your favorite fillings. When they hand you your order, you notice the burrito is wrapped in a second tortilla. This is a common, genius thing for restaurants to do. And while a lot of people don't know why, it can actually help you stay clean. While eating, unwrap the second tortilla and lay it open on a plate. Lean over it with each bite. Since burritos are notoriously good at dropping more of their filling than they keep in, this trick was devised to make the most of it. Anything that drops out will land on the second tortilla, which you can then wrap up into a second burrito when you're done with the first. This is the same reason packaged tortillas are often sold in even numbers. A delicious smell wafts from down the street. A stand selling corn on the cob, that pairs perfectly with a burrito. But there's no food that gets stuck in your teeth like corn. You didn't bring any floss, and it'd be so embarrassing to go into the interview with a yellow kernel in your teeth. Luckily, you can have your corn and eat it too. Just use a chopstick. Skewer the corn kernels with it, going horizontally along a row. Then use one hand braced against the cob and pull the other end away. You will have a stack of juicy corn that you can eat right off the stick, avoiding any fibers between your teeth. Genius! Back inside, you check the time. There's still plenty of it, and you've managed to stay completely clean and perfectly presentable for your interview. A fruit bowl sits on the receptionist desk with a sign that says, complimentary. You grab a wonderfully ripe kiwi. But this is an office building, so there are no spoons lying anywhere. Plus, cutting the fruit open and scooping the middle out can get really juicy. That's no worry though, because that's not the only way of eating a kiwi. Some kiwi enthusiasts suggest that the best way is to actually eat the fruit whole, just biting into it like an apple. The kiwi fruit skin is completely edible and is packed with additional nutrients. A recent study shows that eating the skin can triple the fiber intake compared to just eating the flesh. Plus, this way, you're not losing out on the vitamin C boost that it can give. The skin contains high concentrations of nutrients, especially fiber, folate, and vitamin E. Supposedly, eating the skin of a kiwi can increase its fiber content by up to 50%. If you can't handle the fuzzy texture, try rubbing the fruit against a pair of jeans the friction created by the denim will easily remove the fuzz, making the fruit much more palatable. Try it out. Not only will you be less likely to be sprayed with sticky juice, but you might also get more nutritious bang for your buck. Over 100 years ago,
1: an 11-year-old boy left his drink on a porch during a cold night. The glass was filled with powdered soda dissolved in water and a stirring stick to mix it up. 20 years later, Frank Epperson, that very forgetful boy, presented his accidental invention, the Popsicle, in a California park. There's no record of the original Popsicle flavor, but among the very first were cherry, the most popular one, lemon, orange, banana, watermelon, grape, and even root beer. Chocolate chip cookies are somewhat younger than Popsicles, having been invented in the 1930s. Ruth Wakefield, the owner of a popular restaurant named The Toll House Inn, is considered to be the inventor of these scrumptious cookies. There are various stories behind this invention. One story claims that Ruth ran out of baker's chocolate and decided to replace it with some basic semi-sweet chocolate, expecting it would melt completely. But it didn't. Another story says some chocolate just accidentally fell into the batter. Ruth denied the accidental origin of her cookies, claiming that it was all done deliberately. There are many legends behind the creation of the potato chip. One claims they were invented in 1853 by a chef at a luxurious New York restaurant. French fries were one of the specials at this restaurant, and people seemed to love them. But there was one customer who wasn't satisfied with the quality, complaining they were too thick. When the chef, George Crumb, not crummy at all, cooked thinner French fries, the picky customer complained again. George deliberately made his next batch of fries paper-thin. These fries were so thin, it was impossible to eat them with cutlery. Surprisingly, the finicky eater loved the dish. The chips recipe spread, and within a few decades, potato chips could be found in all the American grocery stores. Turning from a hot dish to a fast snack. Worcestershire sauce is another product that wasn't invented deliberately. Two English chemists, John Willie Lee and William Henry Perrins, simply forgot about some barrels in the pharmacy basement for a couple of years. The first mixture they had made was totally inedible due to super strong flavor. But when they forgot some barrel of the mixture in the basement, it became fermented. When the chemists rediscovered the barrels and were curious to try it, they found that the taste had mellowed. This condiment is now used to intensify even those dishes that originally didn't have it. For example, chili con carne. Worcestershire sauce is part of the fifth flavor, umami, or savoriness, which explains its rich taste. Tofu, or bean curd, was invented centuries ago. One of its origin theories is that tofu was first created by a Chinese prince. Another theory claims that tofu appeared as a result of mixing boiled ground beans and sea salt. The salt was quite impure and probably contained calcium and magnesium. These ingredients let the bean mixture produce its curd-like consistency. One more legend says that some nigari, a sort of evaporated sea salt, was accidentally dropped into soy milk. Today, doctors tell you to stay away from Coca-Cola. But it was surprisingly invented by John Pemberton, who had a medical degree and was a pharmacist. Pemberton's French wine coca was initially used as a remedy for severe pains, headache, and as a nerve tonic. In 1886, a prohibition law was introduced, and John had to change the recipe to remove the alcohol. One thing was left unchanged, though, the cola nut that gave the drink its trademark flavor. Some legends say that John only accidentally added carbonated water to the new recipe. But in fact, he knew exactly what he wanted to do. Pemberton thought bubbles were a savory alternative to alcohol. John's cola is definitely the coke precursor, but today's drink differs from the original Pemberton's recipe. The sandwich was invented by accident too. Back in the 1700s, John Montague, the fourth Earl of Sandwich, ordered his valet to make him a simple dish that could be eaten with no cutlery at all. He asked the valet to tuck some meat in between two loaves of bread. Lord Sandwich was particularly addicted to playing cards, and this dish let him eat without stopping the game. The cards didn't get greasy either. People started asking to bring the same-as-sandwich to their games, and soon the dish had its common name. The tomato ketchup we ate today is such a modified version that it actually has nothing to do with original ketchup recipe. You can trace its roots back to the 17th century, when the Chinese mixed pickled fish and spices, calling it a word that sounded a bit like ketchup, and which meant the brine of pickled fish. The English first tried this sauce about a hundred years later. The British version featured mushrooms, shallots, and even walnuts. Later, the word ketchup changed its meaning and could be used for any dark-colored sauce. The first tomato ketchup had anchovies among its ingredients, which hints back to its relation to the Chinese fish sauce. Nachos aren't some ancient Mexican food. They were invented less than a hundred years ago. Ignacio Inaya, nicknamed Nacho, is said to have invented this dish in the 1940s. Ignacio was a chef, and one day a regular customer asked if Ignacio could bring her and her three friends something different as a snack. He saw how hungry the ladies were and decided to cook something quick for them. He had to improvise using available ingredients. So he grabbed some fried tortillas, grated loads of cheese on top of them, and heated the dish from above. To make the dish more savory, he added some jalapeno peppers on top. The very regular customer asked the name of the unusual snack. Ignacio didn't think long and said, Nachos special. Cheese puffs used to be a waste product in the 1930s. Edward Wilson noticed some oozing corn in one of the machines at a factory that produced flake food for animals. Those ribbons seemed interesting, so Edward decided to take them home and try to season them. He also noticed that the puffy corn hardened if it was exposed to air. The experiment turned out to be a success, so it was later developed into a world-famous snack. That's it for today. So hey, if you pacified your curiosity, then give the video a like and share it with your friends. Or if you want more, just click on these videos and stay on the bright side!